getting to know you. Getting to know all about you. Getting to like you. Getting to hope you like you. Welcome to Getting to Know Woo. I'm Natasha Levenger, a professional intuitive reader, energy healer, and inner child healing expert. After being raised with extreme narcissism, I found talk therapy was helpful, but it wasn't until I found energy and inner child healing that I was able to break free of family patterns that cut me off from knowing and loving my true self. I'm passionate about dispelling the rhetoric that these kinds of tools are impractical and ineffective. And in this podcast, I will be sharing how actually beneficial and transformative they are. My husband and producer, Brett, will be joining me in conversation, and we will be welcoming experts along the way. I'm excited to have you here. Hello, everybody. Welcome or welcome back either one <laughs> or both <laughs> that's true um, you can be welcomed and welcomed back um so today's an exciting episode for former magic mondayers or magic monday listeners well it should be exciting for everyone well just, yeah. uh, the others just they won't just know don't, it yet. they don't know it yet because we have tess my former co-host on today we talked about her really amazing oracle deck the oracle of portals and we talked about getting information from tarot and oracle decks and what's that what's that about (laughs) (laughs) for a second when you started to say her name i thought you were i thought you were putting my former co-host in quotes like it was a nickname like tess my former co-host whitehurst no i wasn't doing that no (laughs) <laughs> um, we still haven't officially ended Magic Monday, but I don't know. I don't know. What's, I think you what never should. If yeah, only just keep, to keep going. that bit running. <laughs> um, any hoosers. So this week, what I we had talked about this before, but we were thinking, you know, this is like the check in portion of the podcast where we talk about our week, but it is a little bit weird because we live together. <laughs> for us to ask each other how your week was but right, although although now that you say that it does yeah. like our audience doesn't live with us so yeah i know but it's just a weird question for me to ask you because i already right. know how your week was that's what i mean <laughs> right, i don't right. think it's weird to talk I mean, we've about probably it. already talked about it so we'd just be right everything that we've already yeah um but it's yeah any hoosers, my big news this week <laughs> is that my book, Healing Your Inner Child, is available for pre-order. I just found out. So that was super exciting for me. Um, Woo-hoo. you can tell Brett. Oh, okay. I was gonna say how excited you if are. I, yeah, if I had if <laughs> I had a if I was if I was a better producer, I would have a soundboard where I could have hit uh some kind of sound effect. Um, if only you were a better producer. Nah, I Do those get my things shit together um take do they take money that's <laughs> what i was gonna say <laughs> do you think those uh, things they accept cash mm-hmm. app uh, <laughs> paypal friends and family i'm asking are those How things expensive, expensive? Are. yeah like if we were to get one of those uh, i mean they're not a... unattainable but they're not okay. not <laughs> They're not on the table. You don't know how much I have. I'm just kidding. You know exactly. <laughs> okay. Any, how many times am I going to say any hoosers today? I don't know. I, don't know. I the, simply don't <laughs> the know. The fun thing is, I feel like each week we have a different thing that you feel oh, like you really? say. Uh, what was you last say a lot. Uh, long story short. Oh, hmm. okay. Well, it'll be interesting to see if I have things. Okay. <laughs> So um, it's available for pre-order on Amazon and we'll put it in the show notes. Um, There's no cover art yet, but um, trust me, it's there. Just trust me. It's going to be there. Just trust me. Um, Yeah. And apparently if enough people pre-order it, maybe my publisher will be like, oh, we should really sink some uh, promotional stuff into this situation. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe we'll get a soundboard out of it. <laughs> it's not unattainable. <laughs> so anyway, that was pretty great for me. <laughs> I wish the audience could see how you're twirling your hair right now. 
I am a fun. child in many ways. <laughs> um, okay. So do you want to say anything? About <laughs> anything stand out for you about your week? Otherwise, uh, a lot of growth, a lot of, a lot of stuff going on. We'll talk about it at some point. I'm sure. Oh, okay. You don't want to talk about it right now. Yeah. It's still under construction. Under wraps. It's under, under wraps. wraps. It's under okay. the sea. Yeah. I remember actually when, um, guest, uh, Tess Whitehurst was talking about her first book that came out. It brought out a lot of, brought up a lot of stuff for her. And so far that's not happening for me yet, but I don't know, just it, I am noticing it to be like a vulnerable situation in some ways. Yeah. I mean, of course it is. Yeah. But I did get a blurb from, um, friend of the show friend of the show she's actually going to be on the show in i guess two weeks dr ingrid clayton she's amazing on instagram you should go follow her um and it was just such a really i've been able to take in that kind of thing more lately like yeah it was really nice i couldn't have asked for a better blurb no, and how many times are you going to say that sentence in your life very few mm-hmm. okay before we i introduce tess um, let's just say that, listen, we have loved all of these reviews oh you all have, have left us and um, I love reading them. They make us feel great and they help yeah. people find the show much like the pre-order. So thank you for doing that. And if you haven't, um, please do. We'd really appreciate it. For sure. Go on ye old Apple podcast, ye old anywhere. Right, it's a review. Spotification doesn't allow for a review, but they do. Oh, allow that's for true. Stars. But they do allow for ratings. So that's right. Mm -hmm. So that's that. And if you'd like to ask us any questions, I was thinking maybe um, our since our dating anniversary, our 19-year dating anniversary is coming up hmm. in at the end of November, we could have that episode just be talking about that. How I manifested you. If we want to get no. into the woo of it all. Yeah. Um, just talk about our story. Anyway, if anyone wants to ask us questions in general or about that, you can email specific. us. Yeah, either one. Getting to know woo at gmail.com or any kind of woo question you may have. We're here for it. Hashtag we're here for it. Um, <laughs> okay. Is there anything else? I feel like I forget to say things, but um the housekeeping. Yeah, housekeeping wise. Um I don't know. Okay. I could talk about me, but I'm not going to. Maybe I'll save it for the end. Um, okay. So Tess Whitehurst teaches magical and intuitive arts via her online community, The Wisdom Circle, an award-winning author. She's written eight books, which have been translated into 18 languages. She's appeared on the Bravo TV show, Flipping Out as well as morning shows on both Fox and NBC. And she also has so many great Oracle decks, including her latest, which is available for pre-order right now, the Oracle of Portals. So I hope you enjoy our interview with Tess. Okay, Tess, we're so happy you're here. And right. I'm sure... Every single person listening is excited to have you here. Oh, thank you, everybody. Yeah, every Absolutely. One 100%. <laughs> I will just say that we are in a funny situation right now because my light, the sun is coming in and it, most of the time I look like I'm in a film noir or like I'm being interrogated <laughs> in a room with just a light bulb hanging over my head and Brett <laughs> had to turn off his video for reception so it's just a picture of, of a cat with a smushed face and glasses on and a tie like and a, a collar a white he's... collar and a tie and glasses he's a business cat he's serious he's <laughs> really gonna ready to get to work i do occasionally have to use my zoom account at work and this is what shows up there mm, and yeah. it's just always fun to see who's gonna comment on it <laughs> yeah well i don't see how they couldn't I feel like it does psychologically give the feeling that you're hard at work and focused. <laughs> that cat does look very serious. I'll, I'll put it in the show notes. 
It's like oh, my yeah. cat never has never left New York. <laughs> oh wow, that's a city cat, is what you're saying. <laughs> a city Wall Street cat. But anyway, um, so we are here to talk about your new Oracle deck, the Oracle of Portals. Yes, the Oracle of Portals. But we're really going to be talking mostly about just. Oracle decks and tarot in general and like how we use them and how like how they are um, helpful in a practical way in our lives. Yeah. But I will yeah. say that I am very excited to get this deck. I can't wait. To I'm excited it. about it too. Yeah. I, I do want to tell everybody about it, but I didn't yeah. want to talk about it the whole time because yeah. That would not be relevant to everyone and would be like a infomercial, but I do want <laughs> but I do want to say it's very beautiful. Ugh. Every card, all of the 44 cards are um different uh portals, either literal or metaphorical, into different a, a different sort of energy. So liminal mm. spaces. Like there's there's doors and gates and coming home and there's mm. sunrise, the sunrise, the sunset, there's like a crossroads. So they're mm. all, I just feel like it's going to be fun to work with too, because of like just tuning into what kind, what's changing right now in your life. How can you step into new energies uh, yeah. and just be aware of, you know, what, what's shifting for you? Yeah. And you do, um, Oracle readings, right? Do you still do that? Like for, for myself, your... I do. I mean, like, don't you record? Them? Oh, weekly. Yeah. yeah. Well, I do weekly card readings. Yeah. So, I mean, this is now lately what I do is I use an Oracle card as a sort of a focal point or it kind of points me toward the theme for the week. So like I start on Sundays, I do a free guided meditation on Zoom, which everyone should join if you want on yeah. Sunday mornings. And that's before that is when I draw my card for the week to see what kind of meditation do I want to lead this morning. Mm. But then it also informs my video for the week. I try to make the videos so that they're relevant for anyone that might watch them at any time. But mm. then at the end of the video, I'm like, this has been inspired by the card I drew for this week, which is this from one of my previous two Oracle decks. But now I get to use Oracle of Portals. Yay. So that brings up a good point. So this is one way, like, I'll just say, like, the way I don't like to use Oracle decks and tarot decks is to get into real predictive places. Mm -hmm. Like, yes. okay, this is what's going to, what's going to happen, you know, to whatever, um, my marriage, <laughs> um, yeah. or like, oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> it was extra funny to say that to a cat's face um, <laughs> or like, what's going to happen in my job? Am I going to do this? Am I going to do that? Cause I feel like that's where in terms of woo woo world, it gets a bad rap. Like, yeah. it's like, oh, right. go to the psychic and they'll mm -hmm. tell you your future and right. I personally don't believe in that I mean I think there's some level of being able to feel into the energy obviously but not like this is what's going to happen definitely yeah. and it's also think, scary go ahead yeah I think that's why in oracle portals not to keep going back to it but I <laughs> did the first card is birth and the last card was going to be death which was going to just be a transformation, like a serious transformation, not a physical death. But yeah. the publisher was like, can we change the name from death to something else? I don't remember what it was, but it's yeah. some, it, but it's still very clearly that kind of energy and vibe. Yeah. But yeah, it's um, because, but I could see why, because some people, if they aren't used to working with something like that, they might be like, oh no, <laughs> like I'm yeah. literally going <laughs> right. to die. That's What's what going to happen on Friday? <laughs> yeah. Well, there is a death card in the tarot too, but it isn't mm -hmm. supposed to mean that either. No, but it, I mean, I think it does yeah. still scare people, people especially if they're yeah. new to tarot and, or if they just, they're getting a reading, they have it, they don't know <laughs> what to expect. And then they see that yeah. it's, it is a whole thing that yeah. tarot readers have to navigate. Yeah. But to me, I love the death card in the tarot and in the Oracle of Portal because you know I mean you guys know me how I how much I love getting rid of stuff I love saying <laughs> goodbye to things like mm, it just it's a, a very I mean death the death card always to me is just very very powerful purification mm, and letting it's like go extra clutter clearing 
Yeah. And then opening up to something new. Like I remember my friend Ellen Dugan, the author, she has a tarot deck that she created. And she, I think it's either in her description of the death card, or maybe I've just heard her say this before, that um, pregnant women will often get the death card that comes up. And it's because, yeah, like your old life, you're never going to be the same. Like this is very serious shifting for you. Yeah. You You have to say goodbye to not having this baby. Yeah. That's yeah, that is I that's interesting. Um, do you like to let go of things in general or just clutter clearing? Well, I think that I do feel fascinated by the power of letting go. Um, but I mean, because you know, also I was raised in a funeral chapel around a funeral chapel, and I think I think. I mean, I think this is a bit of mindfulness too. mindful presence is like being present with the moment means like letting go of the past moments so you can open up to the future moments. And I think there is there does it does feel like there's something there. I mean, this is the whole portal energy in general, but it does feel like there's something fascinating to me about it and something really empowering too. Mm. I just was wondering because you said that we know that you like clearing stuff but I never thought about it that way like I always thought you like clearing clutter but I didn't think about you actually liking like I don't know other like relationships well, moving, like for example that would be another example like I love moving oh yeah. I really also hate it I mean I at the same time <laughs> that I love it like everybody you know it's yeah, a hassle yeah. and it feels very awkward I mean every time I've moved to a new city I'm like uh, nobody will like me here. <laughs> um, There's just the, no. these feelings of vulnerability. Yeah. yeah but at yeah. the same time, I can feel the power in it. Mm-hmm. It's like just that really serious transformation. You know, I I think about it too when I see like a building being dismantled or destroyed, or like a a building in a state of of being dismantled, like a mm-hmm. bunch of just bricks lying around or something. Mm-hmm. Like I do feel like, oh, this is like such transformational energy right now there was a building and it held Mm. it held space and it had structure and now it's being in the process of being torn down Mm. for something else to be built there or nothing to be built there it's just there there yeah I think I'm fascinated with that whole yeah um so that reminds me of portal energy you know and moving is you're right. It's like a real portal energy. And I was just thinking that like every time I've moved anywhere, the most power, it's been very powerful, the beginning of it, like right Mm -hmm. when I move. And then it's Mm -hmm. like, you kind of get where I should speak for myself, but I get a little stagnant almost in the city. Like I'm kind of drift, like Mm -hmm. I get used to it or something. And it has less, it's almost like I'm just less aware of all the portal energy or something. Mm Mm-hmm. Well, like, it's just such a dramatic shift. Your whole environment is shifting and then it shifts your perspective of yourself. And so that, I mean, that is a good way to describe why I like clutter clearing because you can't be moving all the time, but you can be like, what can I get rid of? (laughs) And it could have the same. I wish, I wonder if this were really going on tangents here, but I never notice as much when I clear clutter that things are shifting, but maybe I don't mm. do it enough. Maybe I'm only doing well, a little bit or something. Also, everybody's different. I think we all have different things that yeah, that's true. kind of get our magic moving, feel magical and get our energy moving. Yeah. And yeah. We're all different. And I mean, I'm a Virgo yeah. with a Capricorn rising that <laughs> earthy energy of like, let me shift something. Yeah. And the first thing that pops into my head is the physical, stuff, like the physical world. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I am a much more extreme case than anything that would be likely to appear in your house, Tess. But I mm-hmm. will definitely say that, like, just, you know, the uh, a couple of weeks ago, uh, Natasha and um, right. it, our sister-in-law um, cleared out my office, uh, like cleaned it up. And mm-hmm. it, I mean, it was it is a big transformation. I'm back at my desk, which I had not been for months, mm-hmm. um, which is we know, cleared out I, the whole closet. The, we took oh, everything thing, yeah. out and his brother came and put in 
what like shelving and it was very yeah. exciting i felt that energy oh. for sure that felt i like yeah. how there yeah. were many different people <laughs> contributing to this <laughs> yeah we really roped them in they were like we it was like an intervention like we all need to really help <laughs> it, That's it wasn't but it was yeah <laughs> i was a willing participant but it was definitely necessary and yeah. not going to happen on its own well our, yeah, sis our sister-in-law debbie loves that kind of thing she was like this is making me so happy so like room mm. makeover yeah yeah so it was a good thing anyway we've gotten way off track but let's <laughs> i mean it's interesting that we're talking about portal energy though because yeah. i do think yeah. that's relevant definitely yeah um so let's talk about how you use um or how we you and i because brett doesn't but um use tarot and oracle decks in ways to help our lives or like um it's oh it was 444 for one second and then it changed ah. anyway, um so how do you use it like do you use it in your everyday life or what i do okay. yeah Talk about that. tarot and oracle cards um i still do but years many years ago i think it was like maybe 2000 four or five that I got Doreen Virtue's goddess, the goddess deck or the goddess Oracle uh, or something. And I was like, oh, like this whole new world uh, was there. And it, that, I mean, now what I do always, I think what I recommend is asking a question and phrasing it. It could be like, could please give me guidance on this, or thank you for giving me guidance on this or that, or what do I most need to know? Or how do I proceed? How do I approach? Like those kinds of open-ended questions. Yeah. And then, um, I mean, call on the divine, center yourself, ground yourself, and then shuffle and then draw one card or there are also layouts you could do. But I like to, now my habit, I, I used to just like draw the card and then be like, let me turn to the page in the book. But mm. now I really am in the habit of looking at the image first and kind of mm. letting the image speak to me in a deeper non-linear like beyond language sort of way mm -hmm. and then I and then I turn to the page and look at look it up I mean unless it's tarot tarot I feel like can tell the story often on its own yeah. I I do like to look up the the uh, meanings sometimes if I don't know them off the top of my head or want mm -hmm. to kind of get really specific with them but I feel like tarot is a really different thing than working with oracle decks and working with tarot is different yeah how so tarot, it's like a, to me, I think of it as a story, like it's telling you a story. Wow. It's showing you sort of the archetypal forces at work and then letting you decide how to respond. I mean, depending, I guess I, I do do a layout where there is an advice card. I usually work with the layout that is past, present, future, advice, people, obstacles, outcomes. So mm. it's a seven card reading. Mm -hmm. That's the one I usually do. Mm -hmm. So, but I do feel like in general, it's more of like, let's look at the stories or the, the patterns that are underpinning what's going on for you. And it depends on the Oracle deck. Sometimes Oracle decks can be more like that. Oracle decks, just in case you don't know the difference, tarot is, it's like a, it has its own structure. It's always 78 cards. They always have a certain, um, certain cards. They might have slightly different names, but it has a structure to it that is traditional mm -hmm. and oracle decks can be 44 cards 40 cards 36 cards 50 cards i mean it, it varies yeah. and each card is its own thing usually and each author of the deck kind of presents the wisdom in a different way so oracle decks to me are more like what what do i need to do how can i approach this what wisdom is mm. going to help me right now it's kind of that immediate sort of single step kind of thing yeah. where the tarot is like Oh yeah, I am exhausted. Oh, I do need to recharge. <laughs> oh, there is transformational energy at work. Oh, that person, maybe I can't trust that person mm. like I thought I could. Like mm. there's just kind of more kind of looking at the stories of your life. It is tricky though when you ask about people. I remember you telling me that once and it felt very validating for me because I feel that I basically, if I'm feeling upset about a person, I cannot ask the tarot. Like it will yeah. basically feed off my energy, mm -hmm. whatever it is. 
And I remember you told me you had that experience too. Like if you yeah, were I think, in a fight with Ted or something, it would always tell you you were breaking up. Yeah. The tarot I think is really temperamental and it's really unforgiving. <laughs> like it, I think um, working with Oracle cards, especially if you are familiar with the deck and you know, it's like positive and supportive. Yeah. It's like going to just give you some messages of support yeah, and maybe some insight too. Just like, oh yeah, that is going on. Oh, I do need help with my boundaries right now. Oh, I can see that. Yeah. But with tarot, yeah, you. I feel like you kind of get the hang of tarot and you have, you get your relationship with it sometimes. Like sometimes it does feel insulting mm. <laughs> and sometimes it does feel like, um, yeah, like if I'm in a fight with Ted and I do a, a reading, it will just be like, this person is horrible. You hate mm-hmm. them. You need to get out of this. This is toxic. Yeah. yeah. It's over. <laughs> it's like, it's because that's end. how I feel. Yeah. It's done. It's <laughs> over. You'll never talk to this person again. And then like next week you're like, oh, well, <laughs> but that's also goes into the thing I was saying before about the prediction part of it. Like it really, it's kind of. Yeah. Yeah. And it may also, it's you know, squirrely. You, what? it's squirrely. Well, it's squirrely because I think the future is squirrely. The future isn't narrowed right. down. So you can't really. Exactly. Can't really. It reminds me of when I read animals that are lost, which I won't do anymore because yeah. I hate doing it. And so nobody asked me to do that. <laughs> but I especially because if I see, well, the reason I bring that up is because like the animal, if they're alive, um, doesn't actually know where they are most of the time. And they, yeah. and so it's just like, if you're trying to figure out where they are, like, or, you know, the other thing is, sorry, I'm going all over the place, but the other thing is like, if an animal is sick, even they think they're dying. Like they don't, cause animals mm-hmm. are so in the moment mm-hmm. that, um, they think like, if they're really sick, they're like, oh yeah, I'm going to die. And I, that's like Ted. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like if I were to read Ted on an energy level, if I, and he was an animal and I was like, how are you? He'd be like, I'm going to die. I'm looking at death. <laughs> it's over. And I, and I tell the person they're going to, I think they're going to die. He's going to die. But then, <laughs> and really they have a cold. Die. Yeah. But- What's that? And really, they have a cold. Right, right. Yeah, yeah they just have like a, a <laughs> headache and they thought it was a brain tumor. So, yeah, I yeah. think that's really great to be honest about intuition like this. Like it is, yes, intuition, we can trust it. It is really a thing. We can learn to work with it. But these are important things to learn yeah. is like that, you know, sometimes you think one thing and it's yeah. not that. Yeah, because well, the energy uh, is, what were you going to say? I, well, I was just going to say that the times that I have used Oracle decks, I'm usually with you, Natasha, uh-huh. when we're, you know, just thinking about something that maybe is it doesn't have a clear answer. Yeah. I, I find them to be useful tools for unearthing my own information. Right, exactly. Like, like when it gives me a card and I look at it and like whether I, you know, trying to think of what is the meaning mm-hmm. I feel like is helping your subconscious to sort of like shake the information that you need up totally. to the surface. Yes. Yeah. It's like a sieve yeah. for something. Yeah. Yeah. yeah Cause the prediction that I'll just to finish that thought, that's the thing about the prediction thing is like, it is so in the moment. And the, I, I believe the future most of the time isn't really that knowable i mean sometimes you're on a trajectory and it's like okay this is highly likely but like yeah sometimes you just really don't know that's why i brought up the animals because they're so in the moment and every moment it's like this is happening that is happening you can't ask them maybe when you're in the moment of maybe that's why the tarot does that because you're in the moment of like the pain or whatever and it's just like reading this moment of pain and Mm -hmm. and you yeah so it is helpful to look at like okay what you just said brett like what is the meaning i need to know that's what often what i'll ask is like i think you may have said this too is like what information would be helpful for me to know right now yeah yeah and you know something i have noticed that i just think is so fascinating is that that the answer also whether it's tarot or oracle will often 
not just be during the reading. Like, mm. that's what I used to assume was like, I do this reading. I ask this question. I do the reading. Okay, there's your answer. Now you have it or you don't, you know, yeah. it's, this is this window of time when you receive it. But what I've learned for myself is it will continue to unfold in my life. Like mm. I'll do a reading and then I'll like have this realization or there will be this sort of, um, synchronicity or I'll be pointed towards something and it it's like I feel like especially I'm thinking of a tarot reading I did recently about how to manage my energy like I felt like Mm. extra drained and I wanted to do a bunch of things still but I didn't want to feel drained anymore and I was like how can I take care of my energy and I just noticed that it was like I saw in the tarot reading the answer and I wrote in my journal, you know, that, that I think that's another good thing to do is write it free, write in your journal. Like, what does this mean to you? What are you getting from this? Because that can surprise you too. Mm-hmm. But then I actually just continued to get different messages. Because I think when you yeah. tune your mind and your spirit and you align with the divine and you're like, ask a certain question, it doesn't just stop after you do the reading. It just keeps mm. unfolding for you because you're merging yourself with this, the answer. That's like the intention that you have is to receive this information. Yeah. So it continues to unfold for you. Yeah. And if you don't like, let's say you don't believe in the divine or whatever, you can even think of like asking your highest self or your highest mm-hmm. knowing right. that really does open up the um, yeah, it opens up the portal. It opens up the information. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I think that there's so much power in, I don't know, just like in declaring intentions and in the unseen, like in terms of different containers. Like when I'm working yeah. with people over three months and we declare like, okay, this is our container. It's just fascinating to see how it really does end up being like the information that needs to come forth comes forth and it's not Mm -hmm. about me and it's not a it's not even about them it's about their intention and our intention to bring that information to the light so you can use the tarot you can use you, you can really use anything to just be like okay this is my intention I want that and then to be keep your eyes open for information yeah. And it's like mm-hmm. something, it's like a conversation that you're having with infinity or yeah, you could say your higher self, you could say the divine it's all to me, all the same yeah. thing, but this makes me think also of creativity. Like I was, did you guys see the new David Bowie movie? Yeah. Yet? You know about no. it? The document, it's a documentary. We went to see it in the theater. Oh. It's new. It's called moonshine day, moonshine daydream. Is that the name of one of his songs? Yeah. There's definitely it's, moon something daydream. Moon, moon, moon age. Moon age. Moon age it. daydream. Yeah. And how David Bowie was just constant. He's a Capricorn and oh, he, yeah. he talked about being a Capricorn ah. even, but it did seem like he was so kind of lonely mm. for a lot of his life and lonesome and that all he had was his work in oh, a way wow. and that he just kept working, working, working. And it did really seem like a conversation with letting creativity Uh, flow through him yes he was so tuned into that I still I have this video of a clip from him from Instagram that I just saved in my email to remind myself of it but he was basically like saying that you can't play to the gallery you have to it when you want to create it's about opening up to your knowing and Mm -hmm. and why did you want to do this in the first place was to birth like again with the portal Mm -hmm. it's like birthing whatever you um yourself into the world in some way like creatively Yeah. And he was nonstop. It wasn't just music. I mean, it Um, was, it was so much music that most of us haven't even heard because he just kept doing it all the time, but also painting and writing and plays and acting and just nonstop. Wow. So yeah, in terms of, I don't have like a daily practice, but I do think it's actually now that we're talking about this in terms of opening up that energy, it is a really cool way to, um, be more in touch with what is, I was going to say, what is your purpose? But we, I don't believe we have just one purpose, but like what, what, where is your life divinely led or your highest self wanting to go or unearth 
that, um, to have like a daily practice of picking a card and then journaling. And I agree with you. Journaling is such an important part of, there's so much stuff comes out when I don't journal. I feel like when you don't journal after you meditate or, um, pick a card or something, you're losing. It's just like so much information. You're it's like leaving money on the table. (laughs) Mm. <laughs> you know, because when I do journal, it's like, oh, my God, I never would have known this if mm-hmm. I hadn't journaled. I would have just thought that was mm. the end of the insight. But it is. Like yeah, and that can be its up. own its own divination practice. too. You don't even need an Oracle deck. You can ask a question and That's then you true. can just write what comes to you. Yeah. I mean, you don't even need to write it, really. But I do find like you writing does seem to yeah, bring it out, get something moving. Yeah. Yeah. And I do think it is helpful, though, to have that starting off point because it does mm-hmm. open up For something sure. else. And if it's meditating, if it's picking an Oracle card or whatever. And I like to work with one deck for a while. Like Mm. I have my little business altar and I, for, I think it was almost like over a year, I had one deck that I was working with and Mm. then I got the information. It's time to switch decks. Mm -hmm. Um, and I, I'm not crazy about the one that I switched to. So I think when your deck arrives, I think that might be what it is. Um, When I, My dad was telling, uh, or I was telling my dad at some point, I, this is a, just a funny story about my dad and Oracle deck. <laughs> <laughs> at some point I was telling him, oh yeah, dad, and I'm writing another Oracle deck. And he said, like, really honestly wondered. And he was like, if, if you already have one, if someone already has one Oracle deck, <laughs> why do they need another Oracle deck? <laughs> and like, when I cleared clutter from my dad's house, he had like 300 pocket knives. <laughs> The man after my own heart. Yeah. Brett has a lot of pocket knives. I have a tin right here on my desk. I really don't like to me, I can't imagine if you have one why you would need more than one, let alone three hundred. Great question. Maybe you could tell us. Yeah, can you they're all different. They're all different. different. Yeah. (laughs) Well, I mean that not really. I mean you can get a lot, but there's also like I like them not only like I like always having one on me, but they are also beautiful objects to mm, me. And, see, uh, this is just the same as Oracle decks. Yeah. 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 Well, Oracle decks are You get are less information though. out of them. But, well, no, yeah. I mean, it's the same answer. I don't mean they're the exact same. <laughs> Although, it's harder to kill someone with an Oracle. We could figure out a way to do <laughs> We could figure out a way to do divination with pocket knives, but I don't yeah. it's not I don't know could. off the top of my head how we would do it. I didn't Maybe mean throwing it into a board or something. <laughs> yeah. I didn't mean that knives are different than oracle decks. I meant that oracle decks are different in a way that knives are not different. Oh, they don't have the same kind of difference. Yeah, like there's but, all I mean, different mm-hmm. information in different oracle, like totally different mm-hmm. information. A knife yeah. will look different, but it's still gonna do the same thing. Oh, well, mm-hmm. back to differ. All right. I mean, they do it. Yeah, they do. I mean, they, but yeah, there's probably more variety ultimately in an Oracle deck <laughs> than among knives, but I don't know. We'll probably have in to, the eye I'll, of the I'll do some research. Yeah. Um, But that is a good <laughs> question maybe to end on before you tell us about your um deck specifically, if you want to say more, Um, but what do you think? I mean, for me, different Oracle decks, they have different feelings. They have different information. Like there's, there is interesting. There is a real energy to them. Like mm-hmm. there's, oh, like yeah. I have my favorite one and it's not because it's so much better than another one. I just like, I feel um uh, like an affinity for it. <laughs> like it mm-hmm. feels nice to me. Like, oh. Mm-hmm this one gets me <laughs> like it almost yeah. like it gets me yeah they have personalities yeah, that's yeah I but I think well, I mean if you do have more than one which you do not need to have but if you do have more than you don't need to have even one but let's say you do have more than <laughs> one then <laughs> I feel like that's even a part of the divination in a way too because it's like oh which card deck which oracle deck Mm. feels right for this question so I'm already kind of zeroing in on or tuning into that flow of wisdom yeah that's how I feel too um so do you want to say more about your deck 
Oracle of Portals. Yes. Um, I mean, I don't really know what else to say okay. about it. The artwork is by Layla Savolainen, mm-hmm. and it's gorgeous. It's just really so, so pretty. And when can um, we so- get it? I mean, I think now, I know, I think in, in, it seems like in Australia, they finally just really did start shipping them out. Um, And so it'll take another minute probably for them to get into the warehouse in the United States, but they exist. I haven't seen it them yet, but they do exist. Where where would people get them? Do can we buy them on your website? Thank you for asking. Uh, There is a link on my website and on Amazon and many of the places where you buy Oracle decks. And I know that pre-orders, aren't they important? You don't feel? That's what I'm told. You, you're told it is important? (laughs) Yeah. Okay. I don't, I couldn't tell you exactly why or if that's true or not. Well, yeah. I mean, is it too late for that? If they're already shipping? Maybe oh. not though. So if you go on to Amazon, you're like, "Oh, it's not ready yet. Just pre-order it." I mean, it will be. It'll be. It won't be too too long. It might be a week or two, but okay. I don't think it'll be longer than that. I don't know. It could be though. Don't don't quote me on that. But it'll get there. Oh, it'll get I've there, and you. it'll be great <laughs> when it's here. Um, and otherwise, where can people find you? What are you doing? Are you? Uh, can they come join the Wisdom Circle? Is that available? You to can them? get on the waiting list for the Wisdom Circle. Thanks again for asking. So my website is. T- whitehurst.com and um the wisdom circle is my online school of magical arts i love it so much it's on on tuesday nights we do live web chats and rituals that i host and um and there's just a really supportive facebook group and all kinds of online workshops that are self-guided that you get access to and you can get on the waiting list for that at testwhitehurst.com. Also, you can learn about joining my Sunday morning free meditations there and get on the list for that. And um, and you just and get on my mailing list in general. In a meditation every Sunday morning. Yeah, pretty much every Sunday. Yeah. Um. All right. Well, it's been a delight having you yeah. here. It's been great to be here (laughs) to hang out with you guys again. We love you and appreciate you. All right. We'll see you later. (laughs) Okay. That was nice. Wasn't it? Yeah. Nice little catch up. (laughs) It took me a second to process that as catch up. I thought you were just making sound <laughs> oh no that was the sound that were that was words Chow. the sound that was words um <laughs> okay so now this is the segment where i do the energy report <laughs> shoot did i do that wrong again no you did it great i was just oh because i thought i was supposed to leave a pause you are yes there was but i did did i do the pause yeah you did I, oh, it's okay. supposed to come after the energy report oh, or like okay. before and after it plays over the whole thing. The I little, see. The little oh, great. Listeners will already have heard. It. I see. So the energy report is, I do want to just, you know, make a little distinction here because I don't tell the future or believe in uh-huh. telling the future in terms of specifics, but this is just me feeling into the energy of the week, you know, basic energy signatures and what we may want to do to help ourselves navigate it. Yeah. Uh, would you say it's kind of like weather forecasting a little bit? Like yeah, you're not yeah. going to be a hundred percent, right? But you mm-hmm. can see what's, uh, what's with, on the horizon. Well, it's bit. not. Yeah. It's less about the accuracy and more about like the future future. Yeah, it's actually exactly like the weather because the weather is like, it's hard to read the weather more than a week away. It's very similar to that. And that's what I find with the energy. Um, Any hoosers did it again. (laughs) If we were drinking, (laughs) you would have another one. Okay. So, you know, again, I feel like I've said this before, but October's energy is a little bit like, um, how do I say turbulent? I was just looking at what the date was when this comes out on the 12th. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. That's right. Okay. So that this makes sense. So yeah, because we're coming up on this eclipse, but that's not until I believe in two weeks. Um, 
But regardless, I because when I did that, I wrote the energy report for Mind Body Green for the whole month. And when I did that, I felt like the first two weeks were kind of like, eh. and then the third week felt like, oh, this is all right. And then the fourth <laughs> week was like, eh, again. So take that. See ya. Just kidding. Okay. So this week, what I'm feeling into is it does feel tossy turny again. It feels like, oh, what? Wait, mm. what? what's happening uh, but then it also feels like what's happening is a peeling off of layers of what you don't resonate with anymore mm. and that could be specific to relationships it could be it's actually it's probably going to be different for everybody but what i'm feeling is it is like a heart chakra i think this was true last week too a heart chakra resonance situation yeah. so it's like it could feel tossy turny like you're getting tossed and turned when you're when you go into the place where uh, this doesn't resonate this doesn't feel good wait why is this person talking to me like that or why is this happening why did i <laughs> i don't know something at work like wait a minute what that wasn't supposed to go that way um Notice I'm not being specific because it's more it's I don't know your specifics, but it is just right, in, they're examples. Yeah, they're just in terms of that's what the energy feels like. It's moving out. It's bringing in more awareness around what you're you've been tolerating, maybe that you don't want to tolerate anymore. And that could even be in mm. your inner critic here. Mind like, I don't want to talk like this to myself anymore. I don't want to. And then it could also be. Yeah. In, reflected in your external life so but the benefit here is that it does feel like when it tosses <laughs> let's just say the tossing maybe wouldn't feel good but then the turning is like oh wait no but i'm more connected to my heart now <laughs> you know <laughs> so you would say like the tossing is like the recognizing when something isn't working yeah. but then the turning is getting rid of that they're like letting go of that thing letting go and also having a connect stronger connection to your heart like um as opposed to what's happening externally so both like okay mm. i feel so resonant i know what i'm resonant with i resonate with myself and i'm clear about these maybe values that I have or what I'm willing to tolerate. And that feels good. And so I'm going to release this thing that I don't want. Does that make sense? Yeah. Okay. yeah. But then the turny, the tossy part that may come back where it's like, oh, wait, that's like pulling focus. Maybe, you know, like it's pulling focus because it's like mm. it's feels turbulent. So then it's like, I don't like this. I don't like this. But then it's like, wait a minute, you come back to your heart like, OK, but I, you know, more of a grounding into your heart about what you want and what you, again, what you tolerate, what feels good to you. And that part will feel good, you know, when you're more centered in that. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah, totally. Okay. You were looking off to the side, so I didn't know if that was confusing. Well, the, I look off to the side sometimes when I'm thinking mm. and I was just your thinking about what you were saying. That's your yeah. tell for thinking. My, oh man, now everyone's going to know what I'm thinking. <laughs> Thanks a lot. Sorry. Um, so that's what's happening. And now, as far as my recommendation for what to do, obviously, you know, if you're tossy turny, it can feel unsafe sometimes or like ungrounded or uncentered. So what mm. I am really, one tool that I've been using a lot lately is the somatic experiencing tool for when I'm feeling, when I'm feeling that way, I guess more turbulent is to remind myself of my safety in the present moment. Mm. Um, so literally what I've been doing is looking around the room and noticing like, oh, I'm like really taking in because you can get in your head when you're in those moments of worrying and you really are. It's like you take a little, like you really aren't present. You really aren't in the moment. It feels like you're in that other reality when you're in that. And that reality might feel scary if you have an inner critic that's scaring you or you're unsure because the brain really likes to be sure. Yeah. So to remind you, it's a good thing for your brain too to be like oh hey brain look we're actually right here right now like i will even look at what's soothing me like 
I painted this office, this soothing blue. Um, and so I just take it like, oh, I'm in my office. Oh, my cat is here. Oh, there's another cat there. <laughs> you know, oh, there's a calendar I really like. Like I'm really in this moment right now. This is where I am. And like, yeah. I love my life. I love this room. <laughs> I love where I am in mm-hmm. my life. And when I go too often to that other place, it's like, I may as well not even be occupying this life that I really like. And even if you're in a place in your life that you're not so happy with, still, it's a really good practice to be taking in what does soothe you because it really, it just helps to soothe your nervous system. And the more your nervous system, your energy system is calm, the better you're going to be able to handle whatever is going on around you, which sounds really obvious, but sometimes we can get to that place of soothing through not even gratitude, but just no, but although it can turn into that, but just noticing what is actually calm in our environment. Yeah. It helps us ground it to our bodies that way. Yeah. Well, you also, it sounded like you were starting to say like when it feels threatening, um, like to ground yourself in the moment and see like, like even if you don't feel those other things, like you were saying of like, I love my life. I love this room mm-hmm. or whatever, like recognizing that there's no threat here, right. that you're safe. Yeah. Yeah. Actually it's funny. Cause I was doing that a lot this week. And then I listened to, um, the holistic navigation life path, the Luis Mojica, he had this episode where he just literally was talking about that Mm. um it was last week's episode if you want to listen to that about looking around the room where for anywhere you don't feel threat Mm. like anywhere just and like even try to really notice let's just say the the wall again um can i even send can i sense any threat in the color of my wall (laughs) and it's no i can't so letting that really sink in oh wow there most of my life is not threatening whatsoever in fact all of it it's really the most threatening thing is when my inner critic gets really loud so and i think that's most of the time that is true for everyone right so that's what it is that's where we are And I guess that's really it. Thank you everybody so much for listening. Oh, I will say if you want to find yeah. me, you can find me at highestlighthealing.com. Um, I am going to in like a I would say maybe a month I'll be opening more slots for my awakening clients, which is where I work in a three-month container with people. But I do have some openings for one-offs. So you can go on highestlighthealing.com. You can find me on Instagrammies <laughs> and TikTokies <laughs> at Highest Light Healing. And that's about it. Thanks, everyone. We'll see you next time. Bye.